It's time to break the mold of what you've been taught your entire adult life. Welcome to Happily Ever Employed. A career is a business, and you should run it like a business. Every episode of Happily Ever Employed will teach you just how to focus on how to do that. We'll interview everybody, from people trying to figure it out to CEOs of Fortune 500 companies. This is Happily Ever Employed. And this is Deetra Giles. We're still on this topic of this recruiter that offered a candidate $85,000 when she had $130,000 available. Mm. Every time I say it, it it, 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 it pricks my spirit, y'all. It, it just, oh. Every time I say it, it pricks my spirit. Oh. But anyway. I told you all before, I did a whole episode saying I told y'all, episode answering your question, did I think she, the recruiter was wrong? And now I want to get to what I really want to talk about. I want to talk about what do you need to learn from this? And what are some tips to help you? What you need to learn, that takes me five seconds. Negotiate. Always negotiate. Boom, five seconds. That's, That's your learning lesson. Your first offer is your worst offer. When they give you a salary, when they give you an offer, that's when the salary negotiation begins. That's not when it ends. That's when it starts. Now, the question, the reason people don't negotiate is because they are afraid. They are afraid. If I come back and say, I would like X, they might not give me the job. They might change their mind if I ask for a higher salary. Here's the gotcha. In my over 20 years in HR, I have never seen an offer rescinded because someone negotiated their salary. And by never, I mean 0%. I don't mean like when you say, oh, girl, I never do that. And you know you do it at least once a year. I mean, no, never. 0%. It's never happened. I've never seen an offer rescinded because a person negotiated their salary. That's number one. Number two, if an employer rescinds their offer simply because you asked for your value, That is a huge red flag and you dodged a bullet. Because what they're saying is don't come in here knowing your value and definitely do not expect us to pay it. And that's the company that you want to avoid. So number one, I have never seen anybody get an offer rescinded because they negotiated. And number two, if an offer is rescinded because you negotiate, that's a place you don't want to be anyway. Tell them thank you. Now, let's jump into tips for how you negotiate. And I want to talk about Four tips when you think about negotiations or four things that you need to be thinking about when you're thinking about what you want to ask for. Number one, market research. Two, company research. Three, you compare it to the market. And four, your TCP. So let's start off with market research. 
There are so many websites that you can go to to get information about salary. Salary Salary.com, you can go to Payscale, Salary List, and even something as governmental as the Bureau of Labor Statistics can give you some ideas about what a salary should be, right? So there are a few sites that are available to you to do market research. And on any of those, you can go and literally put your job, job description. And in some instances, you can put the company, right? Or your location or where you are moving to and things like that. So these are places where you can do market research. So if you don't know, it's okay to not know. Use the information available to you to find out. So those are just a few, but there are a lot out there that are are um, places that you can find out salary. And they'll tell you the low, the medium, the average, the high, and, and all those things. So at least you have a range that you should be in. The second thing is do some company research. Places like Glassdoor, Indeed can give you some information on the company. And some of those sites that I gave you can actually give you salaries within that organization. But company research is not just quote unquote websites. Use my favorite place, y'all. Y'all, you know my favorite social media platform, LinkedIn. Use LinkedIn to connect with people in that organization. Do your own undercover research. Hey, connect with somebody in the company. How are you doing? How do you like it? How is the pay compared to the market? Aha. Uh-huh. Sometimes they'll give you the information. Sometimes they won't, but at least you tried it. Now you have an insight. So do some company research on some of these websites, but also on LinkedIn, connecting with employers at that company. Now, here's the gotcha. On many of these sites, the third part is where do you compare to what the market says low, medium, or high should be? That's going to be based on your skill set. So there are a few things you want to consider that you based on the market, your skill set, where you've worked, the types of people you've worked with, your years of experience, and your education. So let's say, for example, you were a financial analyst for a small accounting firm and by small accounting firm I mean it was like the founder and five accountants and you all work with small businesses and that had typically let's say four to ten million dollars in revenue cool now let's say you were a financial analyst at Goldman Sachs right doing high level and some of your top clients were fortune 500 companies and you were the lead financial analyst on these projects not work trickle down to you but you led a team of financial analysts it's very different right and so you want to consider all of those things when you think about where you compare in the market so when you're looking at Detroit I saw this I did my market research I saw this range, I did some company research, narrowed my range down. I know they pay on the higher end, but in that, how do I determine where in that range I need to be pitching myself? Well, you look at yourself based on the qualifications they've given you. Hey, if I'm on the, if they have 50 qualifications and I have 49 of them, 
And I have 49 of them, and I've done those things consistently well at the top of my game in major organizations. Well, I'm going to be at the top end of that versus I'm fresh out of college. Everything on me is going to be OJT, on-the-job training. Then I might be somewhere on the lower end of that range, right? So that gives you an idea of where you fall. The idea is you want to get a range that is acceptable for your position and then figure out based on your skills, your education, your background, all of that, where you should fall in that range. The fourth thing is TCP. That stands for Total Compensation Package. Total Compensation Package. Here is where so many of you mess up. When you walk in the door, you only negotiate salary. So I've had some of you come back to me and say, Deetra, I know you said you can negotiate. I went back and I asked some people for $10,000 more and they said, nope, this is the budget for the position. This is all we have. Take it or leave it. Number one, they didn't take the job back. They still said you could have the job. So boom, I was still right. And number two, you're not just negotiating salary. Your total compensation package means everything that goes into compensating you. And we often think about that as in the check that hits every first 15th, every whatever, whenever you get paid. But that's not what compensation is. You know how I know? Because that's not what the IRS says. Your tax bill, what the IRS feels like you owe them is not just based on your salary. I know many of you think it is, but it's not. So your contributions, that is compensation. Your vacation days, compensation. Your the amount that your employer pays to your benefits, your health benefits, or life insurance, or disability insurance, or whatever. Compensation. So I know people that have a salary of, let's say, $100,000, but their total compensation package is well over $200,000. Let's say, for example, um, employers like a Chick-fil-A who will pay all of your benefits, do you know how much people pay for benefits? And they have at Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, if you're listening, I appreciate y'all. Because Chick-fil-A pays full benefits for their employers and I think their employer's family. Do you know how much money that's worth? That could be enough, easily be another $12,000 a year into your salary. Right. That's twelve thousand dollars. So let's say if you're making let's say you're making eighty thousand dollars. You're now you just with benefits alone, we're not talking about anything else. But if you're making eighty thousand dollars a year, that's your salary and your employer is paying full benefits for you and a family of your spouse and two children. That's now your total compensation package is going up to ninety two thousand dollars. Right. So. Oftentimes, people will say they don't have the money and salary. Yes, but what other things can you get? That's what you're researching also. You're asking for all the things. 
I had one client and I had my client put in their negotiations a parking space. We live in Atlanta. This client actually lived in New York and their employer paid for their parking. It was included in their TCP and their parking was like almost $300 a month to park in a deck three, four, whatever it was. It was ridiculous. They didn't, the employer didn't have the additional money to pay them in salary. That was something we added to the TCP, their total compensation package. So when you're thinking about this, don't just look at what they can pay you in salary. Also look at what other things matter to you. For another client, this client was an avid traveler. She was like, I want vacation time. I want to negotiate more than these little two weeks that y'all give everybody. So what did we negotiate? We negotiated a month of paid leave for her. It was a part of her TCP. Now here's a got you. They gave her two weeks. Two weeks of paid vacation additional. That's a salary. That's that's a pay period for her. So every two weeks she gets paid, she just added a whole nother two weeks to her salary. TCP, right? And so I need you thinking of that. Now, here's the last part. I told you I was going to give you four, but I'm actually giving you five. Y'all ask for it. I can't tell you how many people I have worked with to develop a negotiation strategy. And when they got the offer, they chickened out. I had one client say, oh, my gosh, it was such a good offer. It was that was uh, whatever. I don't care that it was a good offer negotiate and she left money on the table and I knew it because I had been I had negotiated with this organization before I had other clients that had worked there I knew what was available to her and when it came time to do it she chickened out so no it doesn't matter if you do all this stuff you gotta ask for what you want so one do your market research Two, do the company research. Three, figure out how you compare to the research that you've done. And then four, work on your total compensation package. And lastly, y'all ask. Ask and negotiate for what you want. I appreciate you for listening to Happily Ever Employed. Don't just change your life, change your friend's life and make sure to share this podcast. You can find me at Deetra Giles on Facebook or D-U-G-I-L-E-S on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to email me, you can reach me at D-U-G-I-L-E-S at execuprep.com. That's E-X-E-C-U. P-R-E-P dot com. And remember, I love you with my whole heart area. So go out, be great, unapologetically and on purpose.